I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kate Yoke on the line. She's the CEO over at Lean Street Company. Uh, Kate, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. How are you doing? Um, I'm fantastic, and I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Lean Street Company. Uh, but before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. Um, How did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, um, I happened to uh, come from Russia. I, I came to the United States in 1991, wound up in high school, uh, looking around trying to figure out what I was going to do. Before long... I was in college still doing the same thing, and um, I was going to be an engineer just like my dad because um, I was a smart girl, and that's what smart girls do. Um, but engineering was really hard. So computer science, on the other hand, that was pure math. I had so much fun with it. I thought I needed a real major, but then somebody told me, no, no, you can just graduate with CS. So I, uh, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I had, so I graduated from Caltech with a double major in CS and economics because I did want a real degree and got started uh, on a career in technology. I was a developer uh, in a variety of companies. Uh, I very quickly wound up working for startups because uh, it was just fun. That is, I loved the game. I loved the roller coaster, but most of all, I just really loved making a difference, having just having an idea and having it move the needle. Um, mm, that's I, amazing. Yeah, it, it, it was like nothing else. And of course, I was in my early 20s, and I could work 100-hour uh, weeks now. I can't do that with four kids, but, <laughs> you know, um, so I was uh, uh, working... I, I wound up working for Idealab back before, you know, in the first uh, dot-com um, uh, revolution, and uh, uh, it was uh, truly spectacular. But that is when I started realizing that uh, we kept building tech and we kept building uh, you know, being good at it because, mm -hmm. you know, they hired good guys and they were really smart and all you do is you learn and you code and you try your hardest and you understand the customer and you make, but then in the end, it still came down to uh, success in the end did not lie in the hands of me and my team. Mm. I have had a 20-year career with uh, some spectacular successes I didn't expect, and some sad failures that I expected even less. Mm. And over that time, I kept trying to figure out what is it that makes a startup succeed? What are the differences? Some of it is market, but a lot of it is really organizational. Uh, mm. You know, how do you make good decisions when you're managing a team? 
uh, how do you motivate people? How do you become a value-oriented organization? How do you, but most of all, how do you make sure everybody is moving in the same direction at the same time? Mm. And of all the things, possibly including market forces, I think, I basically, I have to say I found that one was the stickiest point. Uh, practically every company, I think all of us have, have worked for, mm-hmm. it's num- if you ask employees, what's the number one problem? Communication. So um, eventually, um, I had lots of kids, and uh, that uh, you know, took time off. That was uh, a lot of fun. Um, and when I was back, I started... Um, I uh, wound up being an executive for a really fun airline startup. And after a while, um, I decided to try to do more. I started supplementing Mm -hmm. my team with outsourced developers. I started doing things that were not... Uh, uh, it, it so happened, this is, this is the awesome thing about startups, is that mm-hmm. you can, as a person who has initiative and drive, as long as it works, you can get away with anything. Oh, wow. You don't really have to ask permission. You just do it, and you have, you know, as a person who has a track record of success, just execution, success, you don't have to take anything mm-hmm. public, just make it work, then... Uh, you can do what what you are best at. So I started emphasize, uh, emphasizing all of the experience I've had over the years and saying, okay, we don't have a lot of money. Every startup has that problem practically, but we need to do more. Let's find a way to screen outsource developers and manage them in a way that's actually has us moving in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Well, if communication is a problem uh, in all companies, it's going to be more of a problem if you're working with outsourced teams. And so eventually, I decided that that is what I wanted to do. I wanted to put my passion for organizational dynamic combined with technology and provide that solution to startups so that they had a cost-effective team that got what needed to happen as well as better as well or better than their on-site team and one of our testimonials is actually impromptu CEO saying I wish all of our employees were like in street and that's what I was after so like that was kind of the big thing and that's why I'm here today so um, I think that's a that's a good transition. I want to actually get a little bit more into uh, specifically how you're helping um, clients over at Lean Street. So what kind of problems are you helping them solve, um, and what kind of clients like do you typically work with? Right. So um, I will tell you more about. Uh, I will focus on what we have done over the past few years, mm-hmm. and later I'll tell you we have actually now tightened our focus, and I want to leave that for dessert if you don't mind. Sure. 
So we sought out startups that um, typically, uh, and uh, they ranged from just got funding to uh, bootstrapped startups to uh, fully functional operational companies that uh, oftentimes many maybe lack technical leadership uh, mm. or had weak technical leadership. They were sometimes stuck. Sometimes uh, a lot of the work that we have done mm -hmm. has been um, turnaround work. So I guess I would uh, classify a project uh, into two categories. One, build it from scratch and figure it out as you go. One of the problems with working with startups is that you're not going to get a spec. What you're going to get is, well, I want to build a ladder to the moon. Mm -hmm. And the conversation starts with, well, you can't exactly build a ladder, but we do have <laughs> this idea of a rocket ship. Now, do you have enough money for the rocket ship? No. Okay, Elon Musk is doing something. Maybe it will take less money. How about that? <laughs> that is my metaphor for what building in early stage software is like. Mm -hmm. um, and the other category, so, you know, we have to find people who think on their feet, and every one of our projects came with a business person, a product manager who thinks through that. And now on the flip side, the other thing that we did is a lot of tech turnaround work where um, we went in when the, the team is stuck and simply get them unstuck. A lot of the times, the reason they got stuck is because they were trying to build a ladder to the moon. Mm. Um, remember how I said everything is not in the tech team's hands? Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, one of the challenges uh, developers have is that when they hear the CEO ask for a ladder, it really takes some savvy and career experience before you can nudge, before you can advise the CEO, I put it that way, because that you have to find kind of um, some ground between, are you crazy? I can't build you a ladder and, you know, and just going for it. And very often people, especially technical people who are used to precise, you know, this is my job and I take pride in it. You want a ladder, I'll do whatever I can to build a ladder. And as they get more senior, it becomes, dude, you can't have a ladder, go away. Come back to me when you have something sane. And so finding that dialogue um, is oftentimes what it really takes to get a business unstuck, whether it's in technology, in customer acquisition, in a lot of different areas. It really is about bringing the different feelings, views, backgrounds, perspectives together with very straightforward questions and KPIs, you know, KPI-oriented questions mm -hmm. that will then move the business in the direction that everybody intends, and now everybody's moving together. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. And now, uh, so now feed us the dessert. What was the dessert part of it? Well, um, so what's going on at Lean Street today? We are basically kick kicking it up a notch. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, over the last three years, we have seen a lot of clients. We have seen clients that uh, uh, graduated uh, and succeeded. We have seen clients that ran out of money and petered out if not failed. And we are taking it up and we're saying, okay, we're not just going to build tech. In fact, everybody knows how to build tech, meaning not everybody, but there are a lot of excellent organizations that you can find if you know how. It's just the same as interviewing U.S. developers uh, that can build you what you want. What we are throwing the gauntlet and we're saying, we're going to come in to fix, to uh, fix or create answers to your KPI key performance indicators. As in, um, uh, so rather than saying, what kind of tech do you want to build, uh, us to build to increase customer retention? We're coming in and we're looking at the system and we're saying, okay, we're going to increase your customer retention by 20%. Mm-hmm. And we're going to build it as a, as a custom product, if you will. It's, it's like, um, and now uh, we have added a lot of business savvy and strategy to our organization so that we can do a full stack solution full stack from, you know, marketing and strategy, design, development, DevOps, all the way through. And we are there uh, to figure out what needs to be done and uh, do that. Um, Mm. And with B2C customers, uh, companies, uh, that may just be, you know, landing page optimization, A-B testing, um, things like that to look at either customer acquisition optimization or lifetime value. Uh, With B2B companies, that may be improving onboarding processes for their clients uh, so that their clients can be more successful. But whatever we do, we're accountable for delivering on the KPIs and not on features. Oh, wow. So if, Kate, if somebody is um, listening to this and they, they hear your value proposition and they just want to get more info, um, what's the best way for them to reach out to a Lean Street Company to get that info? Um, well, our URL is leanstreet.io. And uh, my... Email is kate at leanstreet.io. Please check out the site. Uh, it is, of course, like every hardworking uh, startup, our site is definitely out of date because we are more focused on our clients than we are on our website. However, we love to brainstorm, throw some ideas around, and see where people are. Uh, and uh, we'll figure it out together. Our motto is remain on the same side with the client always. 
That's awesome. Well, hey, Kate, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing your background and also the innovative uh, practices that you're using over at Lean Street Company. Really appreciate that. And to the listeners, as always, um, appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the to the podcast. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Um, and if you did, don't forget to subscribe. Leave me a review. Do all those things we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And, Kate, thanks again for coming on. Thank you.